Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Outkick the coverage live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Final hour of the program, Brady Quinn. Uh, And for the man himself, a man who uh, has broken down a college football playoff just a day after uh, uh, taking in a raccoon. Uh, And I'm not going to say that you tortured it, but uh, but a day after all that happened, uh, the one and only Brady Quinn is with us here. My man. Uh, Thank you for that warm introduction at at the top of every hour. I just absolutely love it. Uh, And I'm sorry that you had to go through the – Painful reminder um, that everyone else was against you. Uh, chili is not a soup. Um, it's kind of it's in its own category. Uh, I'm not even going to throw out the word that I believe was it Danny or Eddie who brought that up. Stoop. Who, who brought up Stoop? Stoop. Eddie Garcia. Eddie did. Okay. Well, there yeah. you go. I mean, I'm, I'm not even going to refer to it as that. The stoop has a sacred place in my heart, but uh, yeah. that is not it. I promise you that. So, well, I mean, especially this fall, Bob Stoops, your your uh, your you uh, partner in crime uh, on, uh, and, on the big and dare I say, sitting on stoops with stoops. You know, who knows? Yeah, that, that, you know, maybe that's, that's a thing. Maybe some, it's a thing. Uh, I can picture Rob Stone throwing to that segment for some reason. Like, I feel like that's going to be something you guys do on Big Noon Kickoff. You and the Big Noon boys. And there's a lot of stoops out there on college campuses. So I, I do feel like that's something that no matter where we're at, in L.A., in studio or not, you could be probably seeing sitting on stoops with stoops. 
Yeah, uh, and, and uh, listen, and, and if you would like a more uh, uh, pre- possible previews of segment ideas on college football pregame shows, this is the show for you to get that done here uh, for the next uh, couple of months on Fox Sports Radio. Now, that being said, we do have a major story in the NFL, a story that is not going anywhere anytime soon, and it's Aaron Rodgers, uh, who uh, was not present at Packers minicamp. Uh, Brady Quinn, he was not there. Uh, these are the mandatory ones. I know you... Uh, might have confused some listeners yesterday. You said he would be fined at $90,000 and change each day. I had to correct you after the fact uh, when we spoke and let you know that it's not actually each day. It's just total. Uh, oh, so that I'm was me I, that, that, that messed that up. Gotcha. I, I'm, so gotcha. I'm gotcha. glad I was able to get yeah. that done for you. I, I love when you like to air out the behind the scenes stuff just because we're two completely different people where I like to try to be exact and right when we're throwing out these uh, stats or facts to our listeners. And you're just like, ah, oh, who cares? Yeah, 93,000 I mean, a day, 93,000 for three days. Not that big of a difference. Well, yeah. one's going to add up to over a quarter of a million dollars. <laughs> the other one is under $100,000. So kind of significant uh, yeah, for know, most I, people out there. Yeah, I, mis- I misread some of the uh, reports that were out there. I mean, you know, it's, it's fine. Everybody makes mistakes. I'm, I'm man enough to own up to my mistakes. But nonetheless, Aaron Rodgers not present uh, at Packers uh, minicamp. And so um, uh, his wide receiver, uh, Devontae Adams, of course, he's going to be asked about it because he is his primary target. Uh, Devontae Adams spoke yesterday about his thoughts on the situation. I got his back through everything, so he knows at the end of the day if he if if there's ever a wonder of you know he's lost a, a teammate or something because of all this come out, like he knows where I stand. I'll stand on excuse me, I'll stand on the mountain and uh, and uh, scream on the mountaintop. You know that I, that I got his back. I mean, I think that's impressive um, if, if, you know, for no other reasons other than the fact that um, Aaron Rodgers is complaining because he doesn't have enough around him, and yet the, what he does have around him is still defending him. So, I Well, I don't right. think that he's referring to Devontae Adams as not being enough. I think he knows how good Devontae Adams is. Uh, he's seen his growth. He's seen his development, all that. I think the more interesting thing is this scenario. Devontae Adams isn't participating right now in the mandatory minicamp. He's present. So he won't be fined. However, he's not participating. And the reason why is he doesn't want to subject himself to potential injury before a big time year where he, he'll either hit free agency, which we all know won't happen. At worst, he'll get a franchise tag, if not a long term deal, which right now you would say is probably the time they would be thinking about negotiating with Devontae Adams for a long term deal, right? you got to do it the year before he's going to hit free agency. Otherwise, you yeah. can go the franchise tag route, but that, that gets expensive. But here's the problem, is maybe the Packers are contemplating a new contract for Aaron Rodgers, and if you're trying to do a deal for both players, it may be hard with the cap space that they have to make those things possible. They're going to have to pay out a lot of cash if they want to do that. So that's what I'm most curious to see is what ends up happening with Devontae Adams because he could say he's got his back and all that stuff until they come to him with a contract <laughs> to make him the highest-paid wide receiver in the NFL. That might change how you feel then. Like, you might be eating up some of that, that cap space <laughs> that maybe Aaron Rodgers is looking for in a new contract. 
I mean, that would be such a move by Mark Murphy. If 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 he if he really wanted to be petty and put people in bad positions because he's got a red ass about Aaron Rodgers and how this whole thing is gone, I, if he were to basically put an offer on the table that would all but ensure Aaron Rodgers not being there long term, but Devonte Adams would be uh, uh, paid and paid handsomely, I would love to see that that move and, and see how Devonte Adams handles that. And I would by love the way, to see that. they don't have a ton of cap space like for this year they're gonna have to make some tough moves and renegotiate some of these contracts so i wouldn't be surprised if uh they didn't have to do some restructuring as we get closer to the season uh because i believe they're over the cap as it stands right now which again that's usually the case considering you've got a bunch of guys who aren't going to be on the roster but still i'm if, if what i'm reading is correct uh, I think they're they're not going to have much cap space when it's all said and done. If you look at like their top 50, 51 players, they've only got about $6 million in cap space. So that's going to be hard to give Devontae Adams the deal he's looking for long term. And maybe, you know, factoring in what happens with Aaron Rodgers, maybe he's looking at Jordan Love right now going, I don't know if I want to sign a long-term deal <laughs> if this guy's going to be my quarterback. Um, but on the other side of that too is, you know, how do you, how do you make both players happy? I'm not sure they can in this case, but it would be an interesting move by Mark Murphy to see if he tried to extend Adams, pay him a boatload of money, and then we'll see how loyal he wants to be. Um, now, on the subject of the head coach, Matt LaFleur, uh, he also, because everybody's going to be asked about Aaron Rodgers and his whereabouts, but uh, Matt LaFleur, the head coach, was asked yesterday, yesterday about his quarterback situation. Here was the Packers head coach. You know, I think anytime you're talking about um... – any player on your football team, you'd love everybody to be here. And so it is what it is, man. And uh, we'll focus and we'll control and, and, and work on the guys that are here and try to help them become the best to their ability and, and, and coach the heck out of them. You know, I'm naturally optimistic, but, uh, you know, again, we'll take it day by day and just do whatever we can to uh, help remedy this situation. Um, here's, here's the, the part that I find interesting about this with Matt LaFleur. He's had to have spoken with Aaron Rodgers, right? I mean, he's had to have had a conversation with him, right? I mean, I know he's, he's got to be loyal to the franchise who gave him the opportunity, but that's his best player. That's his quarterback. That's the guy largely responsible for the 26 regular season wins in his first two years as Packers head coach. He's he's got to have spoken to Aaron Rodgers at some point by now, correct? Uh, I don't know. You know, maybe, maybe not. I, I think uh, the way Aaron traditionally handles himself is he kind of cuts himself off to everyone. So I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they have, have not talked at all. I, I really would not. It might be a one-way conversation where – uh, Matt's reached out to him, but there hasn't been a reply from Aaron. I would I would not be shocked if that wasn't the case. So how does how does this not cause any friction? Because look, if they're going to continue to be asked about this when he's not there, at some point these guys are going to hit their breaking point and say, "Man, I don't want to talk about it anymore." And 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 in essence, they're going to get frustrated that Aaron has put them in this spot because he's being vague. And if he's not doing an interview with Kenny Mayne and sort of you know dancing around the issue, um, you know he's he's in Hawaii turning into a hippie in 2021 like uh, at some point people there at green bay in green bay have got to say listen man we could we can only focus on the guys that are here like matt lafleur mentioned this guy doesn't want to be here he doesn't want to be there and i I just i wonder when this starts to teeter towards maybe some bad blood being developing between maybe aaron Rodgers and some people that are there in green bay 
I don't know if it's so much bad blood. I mean, this is the business of sports. This is the business of professional sports. Uh, much like players sometimes uh, will be radio silent with their teammates during a contract negotiation, or in this case, by the way, we ventured into it's a holdout. He's not there. He's under contract. <laughs> He's supposed to be. It's officially a holdout. You're going to hear that language thrown around. Um, but now when you get to this point, as a player, I think most players are understanding of the situation. You got kind of got to cut everyone off. You don't know, you know, always who's reaching out just to reach out, whether you're a friend or just being a teammate. And you don't know which players are maybe reaching out on behalf of the organization. Uh, that, that starts to become real. So this is a scenario where I wouldn't be shocked or surprised if he has communicated on a limited basis with most of his teammates or players in the team, everyone else for that matter, uh, and probably hasn't responded back to anyone uh, on the coaching staff or from the management side. That is unfortunately um, how you have to play this. Let your agent do the work, communicate through him, and and then once you know once things get back to a point where you either want to come back or you know contractually there's an offer there's something to talk about then you start to reengage in the conversations but that's the only leverage you have as a player you need to make them feel like life without you is going to be miserable from a football standpoint and you can't necessarily worry about the carnage that that creates because most people are understanding about that you know most people get that the point that he's trying to make or maybe just how he feels at this point. I think it's been pretty well communicated, even though we haven't heard that much from him outside of one interview with Kenny Mayne. Okay, so you're telling me that the organization will send players to go get messages to bring back to them, in essence, hire somebody to get information from their teammate only to bring it back to the front office. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. There are players who have been a part of teams that I was on that are older veteran players. They brought in with a head coach who maybe it's his first time being a head coach, and they take everything that's said around the players' locker room and players-only meetings, and they take it right up to the head coach. They take it. They take it right up to oh. him. And and look, it feels scummy and dirty, but the reality is this: it's not like that player isn't trying to you know win or do what's right. He obviously believes strongly in the philosophies that that coach is bringing in. But it does feel like you're you know he's he, he, you really don't have much trust in someone like that. But but again, the reality is he probably wants wants what's best for the team. And that's the reason why he's trying to make the coach aware of it so the coach can be aware of some of the stuff that needs to be handled or taken care of. Yeah, but if, if you're a teammate and you realize this guy just, and, and I don't know if rat is the right term to use, but dimed you out and went to the went to the coach or the front office with conversations that you as players had that you felt were confidential and, and were going to be kept just within the players themselves – how do you not look at that guy differently the rest of the year? Like if, if Aaron Rodgers is because well, you, you don't know, <laughs> like that, that's the reality is you're not aware of it probably till after the fact, you know, that, that the reality is if the person's doing their job, right, they're not going to be telling you until Man. after the fact, but look, here, here's, here's the truth is it goes on a lot more than I think a lot of people realize. And, you know, players can be upset about it, but again, it's just that player helping the head coach have eyes and ears where he can. 
And, you know, at the end of the day, it's probably beneficial for the coach to at least have an idea of things. It's not like those meetings are necessarily changing the way a player performs, but if a player opens up about something that he's got going on off the field that he hasn't told anyone, I mean, the head coach might want to be aware of that and so that the team can better address it if he doesn't want to address it with them. So there are a lot of good things that can come from it. And to your point, like I know it sounds like he's being a rat, and I'm not even saying that that's the case with anyone in Green Bay. Um, you know, again, most players will kind of stay loyal to that player and they're not going to do that. But there's been times where, especially when players are dealing with something else or something that's going on in their personal life, the team will fly down with a few players to talk to them and see if they can convince them uh, to come back or to get help or whatever the case may be. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, this is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. All right, coming up next, uh, it is the newest scandal in the world of sports. We are going to get the details. We're going to find out who's going to get busted. How's this whole thing going to look? Juicy, juicy stuff all for you next here. Outkick the Coverage, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... 
It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Before we hear from uh, John Palmarosi uh, in just a moment, for those of you that missed it, uh, Garrett Cole of the Yankees, he's one of the uh, pitchers that is, um, you know, that is rumored to be involved in this uh, sticky substance issue to help his spin rate or whatnot. And there's a substance called spider tack, uh, which is uh, basically used uh, to in order to give you a little bit extra spin on the baseball. Uh, here was his... Question and answer yesterday <laughs> with Ken Davidoff, who covers baseball for the New York Post. You can't make this up. Here was Garrett Cole. Have you ever used spider attack while pitching? Um, I don't. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if. Uh, I don't know quite. I don't quite know how to answer that. To be honest, um, I mean, there are customs and practices that have been passed down from older players to younger players from the last generation of players to this generation of players. And, um, you know, I, I think, uh, I think there are some things that are certainly out of bounds in that regard. And, and, uh, I've stood pretty, stood pretty firm in in terms of that, uh, in terms of the communication between our peers and whatnot. Um, you know, and, and I, again, like I mentioned earlier, there's, you know, this is important to a lot of people that love the game. And this is including, including the players in this room, including fans, including, you know, teams. And so if MLB wants to, you know, legislate some more stuff, that's a conversation that we can have um, because ultimately we should all be pulling in the same direction on this. <laughs> it, I mean, that is just brilliant <laughs> can, work. Can I define to you what spider tack is? J- just for our listeners who don't know what it is, right? Because you've said, oh, it's a sticky substance. First off, you can buy it on Amazon for fifteen ninety nine. is what I'm finding out. And here's the product description. Spider Tack Competition Grade is a tacky, is, is a tacky for loading allostones. It's the stickiest tacky on the market. It maintains its stickiness in the cold and heat better than all other tackies. It goes on easy and will improve your stone loading performance. So this, this is obviously something that's been used more for strength building or oh, like world's strongest man. man, but, or men, but I, I, I guess maybe I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see when this transition to baseball, I feel like pine tar has been around forever. 
But when did spider tack really hit the baseball world? Well, there's one man who maybe be able to answer that, and his name is John Palmarosi. He is a MLB Network, Network MLB Insider, Fox Sports Radio's MLB Insider, and the pride and joy of Ann Arbor, Michigan. Uh, John Paul, when you hear Garrett Cole answering that question, how far into it did you start to cringe? Uh, well, good morning, Jonas and Brady. Uh, certainly to me, uh, I would say fairly early in the answer because you could tell how uncomfortable he is. And I also think this, it is not fair for fans across the sport to say, well, this is a Garrett Cole problem. Uh, I think that uh, I, I go back to the article that Stephanie Epstein wrote in Sports Illustrated where, guys, she quoted someone as saying that 80 to 90 percent of pitchers in Major League Baseball are using illegal substances. I'll repeat that, 80 to 90 percent, which basically means every team and darn near every pitcher. And so as baseball begins in real time here, because this is, by multiple reports, we're going to see some stepped-up enforcement as early as next week, this has a chance to change the way that baseball is being played right now. We see all the swing and miss, which is an issue that baseball wants to address. And this, this enforcement of, of trying to limit the sticky substances, if you will, this will probably have a greater effect on the sport than taking away the shift or taking away throws to first base or the no-pitch intentional walk, all these different things that have been tried to put in the game to speed it up. This will reduce the spin rate on the pitches, make them more hittable, put, ball, put more balls in play, and frankly, make the end product better for all of us to watch. Yeah, I don't know that any fans are going to be complaining when it's all said and done if this right. equates to a more offensive baseball. Um, let me ask you this because you're, you're saying it's, it's really widespread. How is Major League Baseball going to go about identifying those that they're you know, either suspect to using spider tack? Is it going to be more film-based on what their, their habits are, what, what they're doing or their gestures in between pitches? Is it going to be based on like, purely spin rate, using that data? How are they going about finding these guys? Well, it's an excellent question, Brady, and, and it's going to be a multifaceted approach. Uh, I, I go back to a story that Buster Olney wrote about this, where basically baseball in the first two months of this year has been gathering baseballs, uh, other uh, equipment, whether it's gloves, Uniforms, being able to monitor any substances on those uh, those things in terms of clothing, uh, and also video and spin rate. So it is an exhaustive approach where. If baseball was going to crack down uh, on, on this issue, they have never had more tools at their disposal than they do right now. And over the first two months as they've gathered data, they were able to obviously pair it up with the pitchers who were wearing the jersey or who were uh, throwing the baseball at the time that it, that it was taken out of play. And so they have a pretty good scouting report as to which pitchers are using more than others. And uh, it will probably uh, translate into enforcement being eight to ten times, again, according to Buster's report, that we will see pitchers being checked. Now, it's not, you're not going to check one pitcher eight times. It's going to be random checks during the game. 
But that should be a pretty good deterrent, especially if it's being paired up with a suspension without pay of 10 games, which the 10-game suspension without pay is significant enough, but it's also going to carry with it a fairly damning social punishment from the, the sport. I mean, no one wants to be the first pitcher suspended for this and, and to then have people like me who vote for the Hall of Fame thinking about, okay, well, how do we compare this with other forms of cheating, like, for example, PEDs? It, it really gets at the fabric of the game and how we're going to remember this generation of player. And, and it's, guys, and this is happening in real time in the days ahead, and it's something for all of us to get used to and what it's going to look like. Uh, JP, uh, John Pomerosi joining us here on Fox Sports Radio, MLB Network Insider, Fox Sports Radio, MLB Insider, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn with you here on Outkick the Coverage. When did this first start to become an issue? Did somebody blow the whistle? Was there was there a complaint that was filed? Was there, you know, or did did you know hitters get together and say, hey, you know, we're being mocked for our inability to hit the baseball, but there's a reason behind it. When did this all start to come to fruition where Major League Baseball decided we got to look into this? Well, that's an excellent question too, Jonas. I think it was over the last couple of years we had, oddly enough, Trevor Bauer speaking out about uh, when he was uh, at Drive Line, uh, which is a, this this pitching workshop, if you will, in, in outside of Seattle, and throwing off a mound there using a wrap soda, which is a technology to measure spin rate and and really break down the biomechanics of a pitcher's delivery. And and he basically said publicly that that when you tackify your hands it really allows you to get more friction on the ball and more spin rate and just spin the ball at a think of almost like how you would spin a, a yo-yo it's that same idea that you're able to really uh, get a nice uh, spin to it and tighten up the spin and and Trevor basically said on the record that that this is something that uh, the, the, the tacky substances allowed him to get to the highest levels of spin rate possible well now all of a sudden in real game action when it's not allowed to do that, you're seeing pitchers up in that neighborhood with RPMs, and and the, the contact rate is plummeting around the game. And, and I think a lot of smart people at the commissioner's office said, "Well, wait a minute. Like if this if this is something that you were only seeing when there were tacky substances, and this is now becoming commonplace around the game, something's up." And, and I think as baseball, this is why I really want to credit MLB because they've heard a lot of criticism in the last couple of years. Oh, the game is slowing down. There's all these strikeouts. There's not as many balls balls in play. The, the, the product itself is not, a, is not as exciting as it used to be. Well, how do we address it? Well, this is a fairly significant way to address it. They've worked on trying to change the ball, which they've done, and, and now this is one other thing that they can do within the rules. And I think that for those who criticize baseball's approach to this, I, I would say that this is a rule that already exists. They have not been enforcing it the way that they can, and I do think a lot of hitters, guys, would be comfortable with a little bit of a substance to help the ball not hit them in the head, which has always been a concern, especially at Coors Field in Denver at altitude in terms of getting a grip. But there's a difference, a vast difference between getting a little bit extra material on your finger to make sure that you actually can just get a feel for the baseball and then having the amount of substance on it that you see right now, which is really giving the pitchers an unfair advantage. JP, it's so funny you bring that up. I remember being out in Denver just with the footballs there. Um, right. and at, that, that, at that altitude and given how dry it can be, um, you, you always were looking for a little bit of tack to it because those balls, they come out naturally slick, and once you brush them in, they still lack that, that kind of tackiness that you're looking for. Hey, look, you, you've got a Hall of Fame vote. 
How does this factor into your mind with a player in regards to overall integrity of the game? I mean, is this worse than PEDs? Is this the equivalent? Uh, is it less than that in your mind? I mean, how, how does this hit your mind when you think about voting for a player in the future for the Hall of Fame? Well, it's an important question, Brady, and here's how I look at it. I'll back up and say that when I vote for the steroid-era candidates now for the Hall of Fame, I, I draw a line with the Mitchell report, and, and, and then obviously after that, the, the actual penalizing of players who test positive. So basically, even for those names that were in the Mitchell report, which of course came out and documented the, the years before we had actual penalty-enforced testing, uh, I, I vote for players still who were not suspended. So I draw that line with the suspensions, which began in 2005. So I have been voting for Clemens. I've been voting for Bonds. Controversial though, though that may be, I vote for them both because I view them as being the best players of an, inherent, of an inherently flawed era for which we do not have complete information. I, I would really, Brady, as, as inexact as it sounds, I'm basically drawing the line at this week. This week, to say if, if Garrett Cole stumbles over an answer about spider attack in the past, when, again, according to Stephanie Epstein's story, 80 to 90% of the pitchers have been using this, I have a hard time saying I'm not going to vote for Garrett Cole for the Hall of Fame based on something that's being done by 80 to 90% of pitchers in the past, as in, like, last week and before. <laughs> and so, so this week, if, if we're going to start seeing baseball penalize pitchers for this after basically the entire industry has been put on notice, just as it was uh, before the penalties came in in 2005, I, I'm inclined to take that same approach right now. And so if, if big-name Hall of Fame caliber pitchers are getting suspended in the weeks ahead, it's going to really make me wonder – does this person really belong in the Hall of Fame? Similar to, I'm still working my way through, Brady and Jonas, the, the conversation about Carlos Beltran from the, from the Astros and that scandal, because up until that I said, for sure, Beltran, first ballot Hall of Famer. Now I have to really think about it. He was not suspended, but clearly his actions were against the laws of the game. So it's, it's a really tough dilemma. I'm going to have to think about it a lot. I've got a pretty good idea of how I handle the steroid-era candidates, but this, in the last couple of years, guys, is a whole other level of complexity for me to wrestle with. Uh, last one for me for John Palmarosi, MLB Network, Fox Sports Radio, MLB Insider. Um, one of the conversations that was sort of a branch off discussion to the PED scandal was the thought that, you know, there was a lot of players who maybe didn't get their opportunity or a lot of players that that didn't use PEDs, that didn't get the advantage other players did. And therefore, they were looked at differently from people you've talked to. Do you get a sense that maybe some hitters around Major League Baseball have been frustrated because they've been sort of laughed at and mocked with the numbers that they were putting up. And maybe some of them were like, hey, there's more to this story. This isn't just our inability to get a hit. There's something going on with these pitchers. There's something going on, and they have a competitive advantage. And maybe there's been some resentment that's been brewing from some, from, from some batters in Major League Baseball throughout. Well, you're exactly right, Jonas. And, and we have not heard many guys speaking out publicly, and, and, and for obvious reasons, especially if they're a younger player still trying to establish themselves, or they're an up-and-down player right on the cusp who really wants to get to the major leagues but is being blocked, or maybe they've struggled once they've gotten there. And I, I really think the one player that we've seen who's, who's been an all-star for a long time, Charlie Blackman, it, it spoke about this and, and really said exactly what you're describing, Jonas, that, that hitters 
are struggling now. The velocity is so high. The spin rates are so high that you're having to guess. Think about this. You're having to guess where a pitch would normally break, a slider <laughs> or a curveball or even a riding fastball up in the zone, where a pitch would normally behave in normal times where the normal laws of physics apply, and then having to work off of that and guess, okay, well, if the guy is using spider tack, it's now going to behave this way. And that, to your point, is not fair. And to Charlie's point, is not fair. And how many other dozens of, of players who are right on the cusp of being able to make it to the major leagues where you're where your minimum salary is a half million dollars a year versus AAA, where it's substantially lower than that. I mean, this is these are people's livelihoods here, and I think that that not only does it get at the the the, the viewer experience and the fan experience of, of how we want to watch our sport. Forget that for a second. This is about people trying to make their livings in this game, and and the tremendous difference there exists between a AAA player and a major league player. And I think to your point, Jonas, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm thinking about that player right now more than anybody else. Get him on Twitter at John Morosi, John Paul Morosi, MLB Network Insider, Fox Sports Radio, MLB Insider. Uh, JP, we always appreciate it. Awesome stuff. Uh, let's do it again next week. Thanks, Jonathan John Paul. Brady, really enjoyed it, my friends. Uh, look forward to the next conversation. Thanks so much. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, I'll kick the coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, all right, coming up next, we will get back into the NFL. Uh, it is a story that is not going anywhere. We will have it for you. This is Outkick the Coverage. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Brady Quinn and I will be back tomorrow here on FSR. How about that, Brady Quinn? 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time. Fired yeah, that's up Thursday. It. And then Friday, I believe, we're, uh, again, uh, pending death. I believe we're, uh, we're technical difficulties. I believe we're scheduled to be on Friday as well, which, I mean, uh, by the way, should we let our listeners know on our little behind-the-scenes competition we have when we have guests on? What, who can ask the best questions? Well, I mean, who gets more of great question? Yeah. Usually there's like that standard of if the guest says great question, that's a point. And I think JP gave each one of us one. Yeah. And that was it. Although I did get an important question, which I'm not sure if that's a compliment or how you'd rank that. But. Well, but yeah, but he also told me he was glad I brought up the idea of, uh, you know, batters being upset that pitchers are getting all the love, uh, but, but with all these advantages. So, so I, I feel like, you know, if he we, said if we glad? had. To, I don't remember him saying glad. No, nah, you, you, you know, I mean, listen, I mean, yeah, well, I mean, you know, I mean, uh, he, we'll call he, it a tie for this week. Yeah, we'll call we'll, it a tie we'll, for this week for, for we'll today's call it show. A tie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now, I mean, listen, we're new to this 
whole guest thing. We have uh, we do Sunday nights. Nobody's hopping yeah. on with us on a no Sunday one. night. Well, happening. besides the, uh, the the drunk guys who want to play headline or lie. That which, is true. Uh, yeah. Which which I think we need to revive on Friday. What do you say we bring that back on Friday? Oh, I'm all for that. I, I've, yeah. I've been storing up headlines. Or oh, lies the entire week. Yeah. Oh, 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 I know. I, I'm, I'm very, uh, very aware of that, Brady Quinn. I, I'm going to sound like a complete hypocrite here. In Major League Baseball, they've obviously had PED scandals. They currently have a situation where guys are using substances to create a better spin rate on the baseball, and so that's the latest one. The Astros have uh, uh, they had you know, were banging trash cans, and then they were uh, they had uh, shock treatment devices on their on their torsos that would tip them off to pitches, videoing, uh, video devices, recording everything. So, like baseballs had all of these scandals, and we condemn all of them, yet. Players in the NFL get popped four games for PEDs, and I'm like, eh, I get it, physical sport. <laughs> uh, the Patriots are filming sidelines, and I go, hey, look, just trying to get a uh, competitive advantage here. And then Tom Brady or other uh, players maybe deflate footballs, and I'm like, yeah, I don't see a problem with that. It doesn't really give them an edge. Well, Why am I such a hypocrite when it comes to the NFL? It's, uh, it's a great question. I think it's in part because there's a lot more variables, and there's a lot of things – that need to go right in order for something to be successful. And by the way, the, the the deflate gate one was the best because if you actually read through the deflate gate report, the data suggested that it's harder to throw a deflated football than it is one that's pumped up. Of course it to is. To the accepted amount, if not more. And so actually what it proved was Tom Brady was playing at a disadvantage with a di- with a deflated football. So that one you got to throw out. Did you ever but, have a Nerf football when you were a kid? Of course, who did? Okay. I had the one with the John Elway on the side where it said John Elway threw it 90 yards. So then oh, every time man. you go out in your backyard, you would try to throw the ball as far as physically possible hoping that you could beat John Elway, who threw it 90 yards. I I don't want anyone touching the balls after that. I don't want anyone rubbing them. To me, those balls are perfect. What, was that Bob Kraft? Uh, All right, so here's here's the thing. Um, I will just say this. Uh, When it comes to Nerf footballs, I I wish they they had the vintage orange ones uh, brought all the way back. But to your point, if, if a dog ever got a hold of your Nerf football, it never spun the same ever again. So, of course, it would be more difficult to throw a football if it's deflated. Like, that's what I didn't understand about the whole discussion when it came to Tom Brady. Well, are we really getting into this again? Okay, so the reason why you'd want to deflate a little bit of air out of it is it makes it easier to grip, in particular, in cold weather. Now, I believe the game in which it was discovered was an indie. Yes. Which is a dome, which is why it literally doesn't make any sense why you'd want to have them deflated for that reason was that game, was that at foxborough though uh, i, I couldn't remember was, I, was it in foxborough or was it I in i think Indy? so i think it was okay. in foxborough it would make more sense if it was in foxborough because if it's a colder weather game you would want to deflate it a little bit so you had a little better grip on the football as a quarterback and it also makes it a softer ball to catch for the receivers so it helps them on that end too now again harder to throw in particular downfield, so it almost kind of limits your downfield throwing. But if you remember back during that time, New England was really more spreading the field out and kind of dinking and dunking underneath to get yards after the catch. So if it was at Foxborough, which I'd have to go back and look. For some reason, I'm like picturing DeQuell Jackson, who I believe – did he pick off a football or yes. somehow he, he got a turnover? And, and he was holding and, on to it on the sidelines. Right. And that's yes. how he discovered it. He's like, man, yeah. this is pretty deflated. 
Um, and so technically, my old teammate, my buddy, DeQuell, he might have been the whistleblower. He might have started that whole thing. Yeah, I don't even know if he meant to do it. He was just like, "Hey, look at this! Like, what? What? what, what look at yeah. like, it's like it's like finding you know, uh, you know, uh, the, the murder weapon <laughs> easy, in the street easy. and going, "Hey, what's oh, okay. what's going on here? Yeah, come on, I, I know what I'm doing. Okay, listen, I, I listen. thought we were going a different direction. No, no, I mean we could. I mean uh, we'll end up right back on Sunday nights. Uh, all right, so here's here's what I want to ask you. All right, let's just say I don't know, hypothetically speaking, you wanted to add a substance to a football. Because you wanted to be able to give yourself an advantage. And I'm not talking about taking air out of the balls. That that's, you know, like 2015, 14 stuff. Like that that's back in the day. It's ancient history. I'm talking present day. Are you going spider tack? Uh, are you, uh, I mean, what are we talking about? Are you going Crisco? Uh, do we want some Vaseline? <laughs> what? WD-40? Why, why would you do any I don't of know. those things? Listen, okay? I, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of no. shoe polish. Like, you what are we talking tacky. about here? You want it tacky. You do not want WD-40, no Crisco, nothing that's going to make it worse. Vaseline, I remember I used to go over to guys when they would be carrying the football and they put Vaseline all over their arms because they didn't want to wear sleeves. Yeah. I'm like, dude. To wipe that stuff off. Like, get it off of the football because that's going to be a fumble later on. Um, you want tackiness. So you'd be looking for any sort of stickum, any sort of spider tack, spit, saliva. I don't care what oh, you use. Geez. You want some sort of tackiness with it. Oh, man. I just, like, I, I just, I love cheating. I love scandals. <laughs> I think it, like, it's so fun. It's just so much fun, man. Uh, all right, Brady, let's do it again tomorrow. What do you say? Sounds good. Oh, oh. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.